Hey folks, welcome to Socially Plagued, a podcast between two friends where we talk about everything that plagues us, whether that is a literal plague or whether or not you've stress baked too much banana bread. I am your co-host May. And I'm Mary Kate. And I gotta wish everyone a very, very happy Common Courtesy Day. <gasps> Common Courtesy Day. Hello. That's wonderful. I love it. It's wonderful until you meet a bunch of people that don't understand common courtesy, and therefore opt out of celebrating such a day. Those people are rude, and they should say their pleases and thank yous more often. Yeah. And if you feel personally offended by that, we're probably talking about you. We're probably talking about you. Just, just say please, just say thank you, say hello, how are you? Tip your service workers. Yes. Oh my gosh. We cannot stress this enough. We cannot stress this enough. Like, and if you can't afford to tip, do not go out to eat. Of course. That's just like, that's my personal rule anyways. That, that, I mean, that, that should go without saying. That should go without saying. I do yeah. have to point out, um, while I, I, do, I do enjoy this day, um, you thought that March 17th was just St. Patrick's Day. Let me tell you something. It was also Purim. And Purim. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also, in addition, Submarine Day. Ooh. Um, and absolutely incredible kid day, whatever that means interesting i feel like that's i don't think i'd rather celebrate submarine day to be tbh me too um when i read absolutely incredible kid day that translates in my brain to that's when the parents pick their favorite kid and treat them extra special on that day yeah like there's clearly a favorite mm-hmm. or like it's an only child situation true yeah which i'm an only child so as am i so <laughs> <laughs> we just outed ourselves <laughs> we just outed ourselves um but so hey yeah. it's but good hey. to have you back thank you i'm so glad to be back um i know i know y- you and jim jam had fun but it mm-hmm. you know it, it's nice it's nice to be back with all my friends yeah you yes we wouldn't have it any other way no, except for I when mean, we did last time for when but... you did yeah i mean who else is going to do the intro it did it felt so wrong coming out of my mouth it truly right. did. That was like when you weren't here and I had to say cheers, friends, at the end. And I just, it, it wasn't the same. <laughs> you know, actually, same. I'm going to give, I'm going to give you all a little behind the scenes reveal um, for the episode I did with Jimmy, which if you haven't listened to that, you should go back and listen to it. It truly mm-hmm. is just a slow descent into madness. Us talking about <laughs> love is fun. But when we ended the episode, I said, I said, cheers, friends. And he followed up with smash subscribe hit like (laughs) ring the bell and i had to edit all that shit out of course you did you're supposed to say cheers friends and he was like oh and then he like shouted cheers friends into the mic and then we had to start all the way over again so to me is a blessing (laughs) and for that very brief moment a curse yes um but no it's good it's good to be back at it with you Mm -hmm. the way god intended the way the way the good lord intended absolutely for us to be together on this podcast talking about all sorts of fun stuff so we we wanted something light and breezy we wanted something fun Mm -hmm. um not as maddening as love is blind and not as serious as you know war in the ukraine because that is happening and that is extremely sad um and so instead of you know you know doom scrolling further for people um we're gonna talk about one of my favorite things and that is 
guilty pleasures I feel no guilt about, or that Mary Kate, that we feel no guilt about. And in addition to that, some unpopular opinions. Um, yeah. But before we get into that, you know what we got to do? What do we got to do? We got to complain about what's plaguing us. Oh my God. I got right into the meat and potatoes because I was so excited to talk about my guilty pleasures. Well, and we're going to get there, but first you got, you got to tell me you, you cannot pass go or collect your $200 until you tell me what has been plaguing you this week. What has been plaguing me this week? That's a tough one because, oh, you know what? Okay. So I've been doing laundry this week because I've been really behind in doing laundry and I'm running out of pants, you know, like you do. The struggle. The struggle is real. And when I use my washer and dryer, they're wonderful. They work great, but it le- my dryer gives off a lot of like humidity and like condensation, I guess. Oh, yeah. So there's like a little weird puddle like right in the front. Mm. Yeah. And I have to like be so careful to not drop my clean clothes into it and then like try and wipe it up. And it's just the tiniest thing. And I don't think there's a way to fix it. I just try to keep all the doors open. And like try to keep air circulating. I don't know if that's the correct response or not. You could try a dehumidifier. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> okay. I, mean, I don't want to. I don't want to use money to try and solve this problem. Okay, so we're trying to solve a problem without expending any type of resources other than mm-hmm. minimal effort. Yeah, got it. Minimal effort. Okay. Well, then I think you're probably doing everything you could. Okay, then I'm doing great then. <laughs> and obviously, I'm the authority on these types of things, particularly <laughs> appliance condensation. So, um, yeah, I would say you're you're maxed out on effort. Maxed out. Yeah, sometimes I use, I have a really crappy pink towel. I just throw that on the ground and just leave it there until it gets gross. Hey, doesn't everybody have a crappy pink towel? I feel like everyone should. Or it's like the hair dye towel. Right. Like you use it when you dye your hair. You use it to, like, clean up cat barf. Like it's, yeah. And then you just don't care about what happens to it. Yeah, it's like the one that, it's like the universal towel that you like wash your car with. Mm-hmm. You clean up mess with, and, okay, also to be clear, you do wash it in between these things. You do wash it, yeah. You absolutely wash it between like the cat barf and the dryer condensation. Exactly. <laughs> but it does exist as the like catch-all crap towel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's always some shade of like pink or off white. Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely is. At least I feel like as long as you are in like the min, mil, I almost said millennial, 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 <laughs> millennial generation. Now. I feel like millennial generation and up, we all have something like that. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. All right. Well, Mary Kate, what's plaguing you this week? Well, um, honestly, this past week was a bit of a doozy. I'm not going to lie. Um, Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna list two things. Okay, briefly. yeah, you definitely get two. Uh, thank you so much for yeah. your blessing. I first of all, um, I, this this is definitely a me problem, but I'm still gonna complain about it because this is my podcast and I can do what I want. Exactly. Um, but I went through the drive-through pharmacy where I pick up mm. my prescriptions, and admittedly, on this on this day. I was very hungover doing so. Um, and <laughs> I, so there was a lot of things I wanted to be doing that didn't involve sitting in a car picking up pills. But you got to do what you got to do. Um, and at least the the pharmacy that I go to when you do the transaction, they put the credit card in the bag with your pills. 
and they tell you that they're doing that and i guess and I, i see why they do that because that way like when you're grabbing your stuff it's less likely that you'll like drop the card, you know, yeah. or forget it in the thing or, or forget it in the thing. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, my hungover brain, which if you've ever been hungover before, you know that your brain works at, at best half capacity mm-hmm. in that time. Oh, yeah. So I remember thinking, self, hey, we should probably put that credit card in our wallet. Right. Meow. Yeah. Immediately so that we don't lose it or forget it. Yeah, so I didn't do that. Oh, and And, no. uh, yeah, so when I got home, my focus was moving the pills into their proper final resting place. Mm-hmm. And my card found its final resting place in our garbage can. That's and I not your wallet. No, it's not. Um, and I didn't realize it until after the trash had already been taken out and picked up. So uh, I... Also learned that you should not have a single credit card attached to all of your things. So I had to spend an entire evening going through Uh-oh. and changing the credit card <laughs> that I had oh set up for a bunch of stuff. I was able to get it done and they sent me a new card and it's fine. But it was just, uh, it was like, so it's I a guess panic my- mode. Like you kind of freak out. Yes. Yes. Well, I did. Cause at first when I, I couldn't figure out where it was, I'm thinking to myself like, Oh my God. Like I, somehow dropped it somewhere i was like reading all my statements really closely like if anybody had stolen it no 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 my big dumb dummy head just didn't check the bag when i got home and that's something i would do i feel like as well so don't feel bad about that i can 100 percent see myself doing that oh i doubt i'm the first or last person to do that oh yeah um but that was one thing then the other thing and this is again a me problem but i'm Mm -hmm. still gonna complain about it yeah, absolutely. For those listeners who are Orange Theory members, Orange Theory adjacent, woo, y'all might know that this past weekend was the Dry Try, which um, is basically like their version of a triathlon. So um, I decided I was going to do the half. That's of- a good call because the full is it's pretty intense. The full like is a triathlon a lot- is. Yeah, and 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 for context, just uh, I need to I need to talk about this to set the scene. But basically, yeah, no. like the full would be two thousand meter row, three hundred body weight floor reps, and then a five k run. So I have dealt with plantar fasciitis for several months now. I knew that a five k run was not in the cards, which is upsetting because I do believe I've talked on this podcast before about how I was running at least one five k a month. Mm-hmm. Rip. Those days are over. <laughs> but so, you know, I, I like I set my boundaries on that. I was like, I know I'm not gonna be able to do the 5k run. I felt okay about the other two things. But once I got to the run part, I was like, I, hmm, I don't know what's gonna happen. My, my body don't crap out like that's not gonna work. Yeah, I was like, I'm not trying to get a stress fracture just to prove a point to literally nobody but myself. <laughs> so, I mean, I would I would do that to myself. I know you but... would. But I, I was not about <laughs> to do that. So I, I, the day before, our, our dry try was on Sunday. Saturday, like, I tried to be very methodical about what I ate, staying hydrated. I didn't have any alcohol. I was like, you know, I'm going to, like, set myself up for success. Like, I truly want to have, like, a benchmark number to work off of. So when I do it next year, you know. Yeah, you have something to compare. compare. Yeah. So that was Saturday me. Um, Sunday me, admittedly, was not as smart because uh, my husband, love of my life, who you all might have met on the last episode. 
Mm -hmm. He decided to ask me, hey, you want to get some brunch this morning? And I said, no, you said no, right? I didn't. Um, Well, okay. So first I thought about it, you know, I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm looking at the time. At that point it was 1030. My heat didn't start until 145. So I was like, okay, you know what? Like that's a few solid hours of digestion time. That could, no. Mm -hmm. See, that would have made sense if I had gotten like the salmon avocado toast. Yeah. Or like just some eggs and some toaster. No, guess, guess what your girl got? Pancakes? I got eggs Benedict. Oh, that's, I'm sure delicious, but. I filled my stomach with eggs Benny. Mm. Two hours before rowing a thousand meters, doing 150 bodyweight reps and a mile and a half run. That sounds miserable. Um, it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was. I my favorite coach was one of the ones uh like supervising the day and I like went up to her before I got on the tram. I was like, I think I might throw up, honestly. <laughs> so <laughs> like I, Just like, I had, a head, like a solid heads up, like this is my what might happen. Yeah. Um she was like, I've got Gatorade on deck, I got you. And so I Aww. I suffered through and I finished in 30 minutes and it was it was fine. Um definitely would have finished sooner had I not felt like my stomach itself weighed 50 pounds, but mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, um so needless to say So we can say, blame this on Jimmy. We can blame this on Jimmy. Oh, and trust and believe, I certainly did blame it on him when I was yakking to everybody after I finished about like, "Oh, my my husband's a dick and he talked me into getting brunch." <laughs> And the coach that was there that I really liked, she told me, she's like, you're the one who decided to eat it. I don't feel sorry for you. I was like, you're supposed to be on my side. Listen, bitch. (laughs) But but yeah, so I guess uh, my plague is credit cards being too easy to throw away and brunch just being too damn delicious. It's hard to say no to brunch. It's so hard, especially a Sunday brunch. Especially a Sunday brunch. It's like the That's the ideal day for it, you know? Ideal brunch. And we had, like, both gotten up early. So, like, we'd already, like, our day mm-hmm. was started. And it was just like, well, now it just feels right. It feels right. And he was like, I'll go pick it up. I was like, you're making a lot of compelling oh, points. hell yeah. Right? So. I don't even have to go in the restaurant. I can just wear my PJs. Yeah. My food will be brought to me by my husband. Like, yeah. Sign yeah. me up. Yeah. So, um, I, I think everyone probably has my back on this one. Very hard to mm-hmm. say no to that. Uh, Very hard to say no to that. But, yeah. But, um, thankfully... Really, really good brunch food is not a guilty pleasure at all. No, um, it's just pleasure. Me. Just purely. That's pure pleasure. So let's let's get into it. We're 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 keeping this for everybody listening. Um, I know I, we and I like to acknowledge the feedback that we get. Um, so I know I kind of preface a lot of our episodes like this, but mm-hmm. I know there's it's a mixed bag. Some of y'all love the. The structured one. Some of you like the free form stream of consciousness format. We're doing stream of consciousness today. So if that does not appeal to you, you can go ahead and turn this off and you can go take your ass over to one of our personality test series or something else. Because uh, subs are not, not organized. <laughs> We're not organized today. Um, so I no, think no preparation done here. No, we're we're just off the cuff. What comes to mind is what we're talking about. Again, yeah. this is our podcast and we can do whatever the hell we want. So right um let's let's start off by talking guilty pleasures and then we should get into some unpopular opinions mm-hmm. do you want to kick us off 
I'm going to kick us off because I okay. have a guilty pleasure that I have been partaking in recently. Okay. And I don't feel guilty about it at all. I can't wait to hear it. I love, and let me say this, love, love, love to read. But I love smutty fantasy novels. Oh, I was so hoping you were going to bring this up. Yeah. I'm talking just like anything from like, this is pure toxic relationship, but I love it type books. For, so there's one that's called What Lies Beyond the Veil. Very good. I enjoyed that in like three days. Um, I'm currently reading From Blood and Ash, which is extremely good. That book has made me horny and cry. And I'm like 60% of the way through. Oh, you got the full range of emotion there. The full range of emotions. And I have like a, this huge long list of everything ranging from like mild spice to like five peppers spicy. And when I say spicy, I mean like smutty, sexy, dirty, raunchy. Yeah. And, and I love it all. And it, it helps me get out of my reading slumps when I'm like, oh, I'm just, you know, not in the mood to read. And it's like, give me some hot garbage. Give me some like fey lord trying to look for his one and only love but she's a weird girl in a different town or something i don't know I, so and it's, I, it's so good and i love it and i will never not love it and i will definitely never feel bad about reading it and enjoying it it's kind of like 50 shades of gray but good yeah it's like 50 shades of gray but like written well and more, I prefer more fantasy themes. So, like, give me magic and stardust oh, true. and stuff. Okay. Um, there are definitely modern takes on certain things that people love. That's wonderful. I, I prefer more fantasy realms because I don't read to, like, live in the world I'm already in. It's escapism. It's escapism. I mean, it's definitely a coping mechanism as well because it's like, I'm just going to go in this happy little fantasy world. I wish. just... Well, I I usually there's like war and shit, but yeah. But that's a healthy coping mechanism, I would think. Mm -hmm. And then there's just like levels of spice and romance, which is just like always a good thing. And I think, you know, I'm in love with these books. And so I've been like all up in them. Well, you know, one of our mottos here is you let your freak flag fly as high as you want it to. Oh, yeah. And if anyone is listening and immediately knows, oh, my gosh, May should read this book. You have a moral obligation to tweet it at me or put it on our Instagram or send us an email because I want to hear about it because there's a chance I may have heard of it already. And it's like on my TBR list. Like, I'm going to read it. I'm going to get there, but I got to finish these other ones first. I, I will add it to my list. And depending on how much you hype it up, I will read it sooner rather than later. Um. Yeah, so. no, definitely. And if you have, if anybody has like a Goodreads profile you want us to check out too, those are also helpful. Oh, um, yeah. If you're a Goodreads person, I have one as well. I don't ever really update it. I forget to all the time. I think it's um, a good summary though of what people are reading. So yeah. Or if you have made like a reading list of like your favorite smutty fantasy garbage. Yeah. Send me the list. I would I like mean, to see it. You could send it to me. I can't say I would appreciate it. But if you want me to look at it, I, I will validate you and look at it. <laughs> yeah. Mary Kate will be like, oh, this is a thing. And I'll just be like, mm-hmm, yes, consumption. And just give Amazon all my money for Kindle books because I have a problem. But I don't care. No, I love it. I love it. I the feel no guilt about this. Unapologetic about this. 
Confidence. Yes. I'm admittedly not a huge reader. It takes me a very long time to get through books because I find reading so relaxing that without fail, it puts me to sleep. It doesn't matter That's the fair. time of day. Um, I, I admit I'm a slow reader. I, I consume things very slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, our friend Morgan and I have read together before because we were reading the same series. And we took the day off of work. And when the book came, the new book in the series came out, we spent the day together eating brunch food and reading. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, and she would read much, much faster than I did, which is fine. It's totally fine. I, I, like, I tend to consume and think about it a little bit more. Not that she doesn't, but I just am a little bit slower. Yeah. Um, but, oh, good times. Yeah, I, I kind of miss doing that where it was just like, I'm just going to take this day off and I'm just going to read and drink. I think we drink like mimosas or v- variants of mimosas for most of the day as well. Did you like pause and discuss as you were reading or was it just a read-a-thon basically? Somewhat. It was mostly a read-a-thon and then we would kind of pause. I think at a certain, there were certain points where it was like, okay, we can discuss. And at the end we discussed because we finished it that day. I assumed. Um, yes. And then we discussed at the end, and I had some hot takes, but. Okay. I mean, it's not surprising for me to have some, like, harsher opinions. Not even a little bit, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. yeah. Love it. So, I, I suppose logically that means I go next. Um, there is yes. there is nobody else to go next, but there me. is nobody else. Yeah. What, <laughs> what do you feel? What is your guilty pleasure? You feel no guilt about? So, I would say, and this this might be a commonly done thing, but mm-hmm. something that I find very cathartic, like my method of escapism, yeah. um, as someone who just like has a really hard time like reading and long periods of time yeah i know if i need to like totally turn my brain up and you all know on this podcast like i love reality tv i don't even think i need to say that like that is a a not so guilty pleasure for myself i love reality tv but what truly like takes me out of it is watching like really poorly reviewed movies on netflix oh um they're typically children's movies yeah i recall one time in college I watched the Bratz live action movie. Oh no. And I I would say that for 90 minutes I was fairly distracted from my real life. <laughs> yeah, I mean Yeah. So you're so you enjoy poorly rated movies and then you just watch them on Netflix. Yeah, or like I mean, in any streaming platform, I do I okay. do find that Netflix has a better library for bad movies. Admittedly, mm-hmm. let's say I go into it knowing that it is not going to be quality cinema. Like it's not yeah. really works of art. It's just something that someone got greenlit and maybe wrote it in a couple of days. Um, that's fantastic because yeah, that's, yeah. I, th- I think we should do, I think we should watch one of those movies together at some point. Would love. Um, I think, you know, actually one that is, m- one of the ones that I watched, and a lot, of it, a lot of it comes to my mind from college. I do still do this now, but I think I spend more time watching the stuff I genuinely enjoy and find to be good quality. But like, in college for sure, this was like my, my coping mechanism. Right. 
And there's one movie that's just gotten memed to shit. <laughs> and May, I don't oh. know if you're going to know this movie. It's called Radio okay. Rebel. Radio Rebel. No, I actually don't know this movie. It's like, it's not a Disney Channel movie, but it has Disney Channel, like, actors Vibes? in it. Oh, okay. And it's, there's a lot of memes about it. Um, I know there are people listening to this and know exactly what I'm talking about, but just like, <laughs> there's so many memes about it. It's just such like, it's such a poorly written movie. It's so, oh, no. it's so poorly written. Um, the acting is all overdone. And of yeah, but I watched that one in college again to turn my brain off. Mm-hmm. And then like now within the past couple years, like especially around the pandemic, cause I think it got, uploaded to netflix and stuff i think other people do this too which is why i'm bringing it up but it's almost like it got a resurgence and so people started talking about how bad it was and i was like y'all are just (laughs) figuring this out like i done knew like you know seriously but i don't know there's just something about like watching a movie that definitely should never have been made that really um yeah that really lets me suspend reality for at least 90 minutes. So do you, do you have any other favorites of this genre of garbage Ooh. movies that shouldn't have been that you love turning your brain off to? Oh gosh. You know, I want, there was actually one. I, so I thought it was bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if other people think it's bad. So I'm very sorry if you enjoy this movie and, uh, unironically, but there's this one that's on, um, it's on Netflix right now. I don't know if it's on any other streaming platforms, but it is listed as a thriller and it is called mm. my teacher, my obsession. Wow. That sounds like a, a bad anime. It, it does, but that would it, actually make it better. And Oh no. It's, it's exactly what it sounds like it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but this girl like stalks her teacher to like, try to sleep with him. Oh, and he's like, he doesn't, he's not into it, which is good for most of the movie. Oh, come on. They're, but they're just like, it's again, it's overacted. The script is, is like duct tape together. It's just, it's I just don't know. Bad. We talk about a lot of really good movies on this podcast. Um, and, and we are going to talk about more good movies, but mm-hmm. like. I need people to know that is like truly where my passion is. I'm very passionate about TV and, and, and film. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's something about like flipping the script on myself and being like, no, I'm going to watch something knowing full well that it's bad. And it's not going to feel like a waste of time because I know this is what my brain needs. I it, can relate to that. It craves the bad content. It craves the bad. See, I prefer if I'm going to turn myself because I'm, I like movies but I'm not like a movie person. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm going to turn my brain off, I usually put on like a dumb action movie, okay. like GI Joe, like the okay. new ones with Channing Tatum that are just terrible or like the expendables oh, yeah. where I'm like, okay. just give me explosions and like men being ridiculous because I don't, and it's not about attractiveness either. Cause that kind of thing doesn't really turn me on. Yeah. But it's like just it's something that's just visually entertaining. Like just dangle some keys in front of me like I'm a baby. That's kind of the movie I'm going for here. And if you like those yeah. movies, once again, unironically, sorry, but they are kind of they're shiny. They're they're not they're not artistic. They're not artistic. They're not they weren't they weren't created because they wanted to win films. They were created to put 
you know, butts in seats at a movie theater, which is totally fine. But I like yeah. that. I'm not a, I'm not a movie person. So like if there is a list of movies you think are absolutely terrible that you think we should watch, I'm not going to watch them. Mary Kate probably will. <laughs> I probably will. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. And I'm open to all genres too. Like I'll watch, I'll watch bad anything. Sometimes bad mm-hmm. horror movies are what I need depending on the day. Um, I mean, yeah. Sometimes just, once again, not yeah. my thing. I'll read terrible books. I'm not like terrible. If it's terribly written, that's one thing. But if it's like a trope filled smut book, like plotless or something like yeah where it's like there's only one bed i wonder what happens we all we all know what happens there's only one bed right we we know what happens (laughs) but i love that trope oh they're enemies now they're lovers later yes i was to say i know me up you are a big fan of the enemies to lovers trope oh my favorite it's my favorite well what else you got for me I mean, that's kind of my big one. Um, I, big mean, one? I love the other thing is I would say, and I've been, I've been a little bit more into this is early 2000s emo pop punk. Oh, I love that. Okay. Yeah. I feel no guilt about listening to Taking Back Sunday again. <gasps> okay. Stop mm-hmm. everything. I actually, I don't know if it's them, but like someone from that era. Cause like. Or AFI. T- yes. I don't know how mm-hmm. we never connected on this because I definitely like. Have. Yeah, I know. Wow. You all listeners, you're getting to experience a true <laughs> bonding moment here. But but yeah, like all, there's this venue near me. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to name it because I am not here to dox myself. <laughs> but there's this venue near me that has a lot of artists from like the early 2000s who are doing like their comeback tours. I love that. Go there. So like um, Simple Plan is going to be there with <gasps> Sum 41. Shut up. I know. I'm trying to I'm trying to go to that one. Yeah, I want to go to that one. Maybe I'll when is it? Can I come up and well t- tell me about it later. Well but, talk about uh, it so we're not So we're not doxing you. But like I yeah. love that kind of music where I'm like, I will listen to I'll put on Avril Lavigne. I'll put on like Good Charlotte. Dude, I would give my left boob the bigger one. The bigger one, the good to go, to go see Good Charlotte, but like back in time when they were like in their prime, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, or Cartel. I had the biggest crush on the lead singer from Cartel. Yeah, he looks something like, corporate. I'm just gonna keep listening bands. Well, you you already know how I feel about something corporate. I do. Andrew Man is my favorite artist of all time. Oh, that's right. I had a crush on the bass player because he had like shaggy hair and was like tall and gangly. And that was like my thing back in the day. Oh, yeah. No, there's like, honestly, that era of angsty music is mm-hmm. my favorite iteration of the, I would say the angst genre because the, what we have now, like, I'm, I just don't resonate with it. Like today's not like, as much genre. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, I don't, and maybe it's because you and I are not teenagers anymore, Who but, <laughs> but I don't know. It's just, but it is kind of cool. Like as a side note, it is cool to see like how angsty music has evolved, but yet it still is able to connect with people who are the same age. Like when they hear it for the first time, I don't know. Oh I, yeah. Like I love I, culture and stuff like that. I'm looking through one of my my Spotify playlists, and maybe I'll share this um, with everyone. So it's got like Jimmy World, 
<gasps> love them. Uh huh. It's got dashboard confessional. Love them too. Um, what else? Motion City soundtrack. A few that I've already named. <laughs> I love Motion City soundtrack so much. Um, Cartel, the starting line. Living for it. The best of me by the starting line was my favorite that's, that's song. That's the song. That's the song. <laughs> I was like unironically my favorite song for years. Like you know mm-hmm. when like do you remember when there were Facebook notes? Like those were a thing. Do you remember this? Yes, kind of where you could like leave a note on someone's wall or something. There were like maybe this actually might have been confined to my high school specifically. I don't know, but like because oh. I never saw people from other high schools doing this. But there'd be like it's almost like the, the things you would fill out like in the chain emails and send it to people, so they would fill out the answers. But, oh, like, okay. There was one. There was like a few that would go around and be like, you know, to learn about, like, tell us about you. It was all like very self-serving. Right. Yeah, bullshit. of course. But it was always like the prompt that's like your favorite song. And I would always be like, best of me by the starting line and it will never change. Spoiler alert. It changed. Spoiler um, alert. Yeah. But it was for several years running. So. Yeah. I was a big, back in the day, I was a really big Incubus fan. That tracks. I guess, yeah. I, <laughs> that tracks. That's not too surprising for some people. Um. And that meant I also got to see, when I was younger, Hoobastank in concert. Oh! no reason for me. Yeah. 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 Like, so, I have a whole, um, I love that era of music. And there's just times when I want to just live in it again and just be in that music. Although some of it is kind of, like... Like, Taking Back Sunday, if you're going to listen to it, you're just like, mm, you're going to get sad. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, like, the Sum 41, like, Blink-182, pop punk, um, Green Day type hits yeah. are just so much fun. Like, it was just fun music. And, you know, there was always, like, no effects was also a thing. And um, mm-hmm. I'm having trouble naming more bands, but, like, that whole era and genre of I love pop punk. I love the emo thing. And, you know, we were all in denial. Like, oh, that band's a sellout, blah, blah, blah. Oh, who cares? The music's good. Like, just listen to the music. Yeah. You know, Fall Out Boy 15 years ago. Right. Yeah. Like, Grand Theft Autumn era. Grand Theft Autumn era. Exactly. Yeah. Or Under the Cork Tree era. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, those albums, I still... I still have those. I, well, I have all my CDs that I've ever had. Yeah. But like, I still listen to those and I love them so much. No, I love it. I, I was a big, and I mean, like, next level, mm-hmm. all time low fan. Oh my gosh. Yes. All time low. I had so many hot topic, like graphic t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents never let me see them in concert. If you all know the controversy around all time low right now, probably is a good thing they didn't um i don't that's a can of worms and this is lighthearted. so so we're uh, not gonna worry about it we're not gonna worry there about it but just like yeah for the for the sake of nostalgia though like the music itself like i actually t- like just like you i have a spotify playlist of like all my favorite all-time low songs i listen to the main a lot mm. um mayday parade and these were all like they're probably more on the pop side of pop punk yeah. on mm-hmm, that spectrum yeah it, but yeah like all these people are coming to this venue and it's like i just want to buy a concert but simple plan and all time low were my two favorites for forever and ever amen 
Yeah. So. I was also a big Reggie and the Full Effect fan. I don't know that one. You don't know that one. Okay. <gasps> See, I had one of their t-shirts from Hot Topic because this was back in the day when Hot Topic had a wall of band t-shirts. Yes. Um, and it wasn't just My Chemical Romance. It was like a zillion different bands. And I remember mm-hmm. going and getting like a bright red Reggie and the Full Effect t-shirt and like being so obsessed with it. Yeah. Um, I think the album was called like Under the Tray or something like that. I can't remember, but it was so good. I don't know if they're still around. I hope they are. Probably doing some. Remember Newfound Glory? Stop it. Yes. I know. Yes. yes. Oh, okay. We have to move on. This is going to, this is going to devolve. So I don't even know if that's a guilty pleasure, but to me, it's a guilty pleasure. I feel no guilt about enjoying this music still. Well, because I think, I think maybe where it could be, a, you know, a quote unquote guilty pleasure is because that music did have a target audience of teenagers. Yeah. And we're not teenagers anymore. It's like, yeah, because, because we were, we were children. We were babies. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, my next one was kind of along the same vein, except Mm -hmm. um, I thoroughly still enjoy boy band music. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, So I was team Backstreet and I still am. Um, I think I was too. I liked NSYNC, but I was always like, Backstreet Boys have my heart. Yes. Yeah, I would say I agree. I mean, like, NSYNC had the had some bops for sure. But like, sure. Um, New Era Backstreet Boys is more than anything I could have asked for. Like, mm-hmm. they're all dads and like really <laughs> geeky now. But they were like, you know what? We're still gonna, we're gonna pump out an album. We're gonna sound better than ever before. And um, I just like, I'm reinvigorated by... Wait, did they make a new album? They did. Oh, even... Wait, was... What's his name? Because one of their members had some controversy surrounding him. Yeah, yeah, it's all the original, guys. But... Okay, but... But... Okay. But if you can suspend your disappointment enough... Mm -hmm. Just for the nostalgia factor. I know that's a very controversial thing to say. I, I do think there is such a thing as, like, drawing a line... When it comes to, like separating the art from the artist or whatever, right? I get that wholeheartedly, and I support it. But there's something about there's something about New Age Backstreet Boys. I'm just like I, I love it. I really do. Um, I also, admittedly, was a big yeah. One Direction fan oh, back boy. in the See, day. That was never. I feel like that was because you and I are we're different ages. That was like after me. Like I had. Does that make sense? I had grown a little bit, and that wasn't yeah. as directed at me so much. Yeah, and, and One Direction got big, like, my senior year of high school. That's fair. So it was, it was like, that was, like, their their absolute peak was my senior year of high school. And I, I went, like, went to a concert, which honestly made me not really want to listen to them much anymore, because that concert experience was so bad. Not because oh, of no. them, but because of the fans just being so obnoxious. And I mean, I've known bands like that where it's like, I love you, but your fans are just too much. Yeah, it's too much. So yeah, but I do still listen to One Direction sometimes. Unironically, it's yeah. catchy shit. It's so catchy. I mean, there. Are, I mean, I've listened to the radio. I know some One Direction songs. They're nice. Yeah, and they're I'm not sorry. bad. Harry Styles, he cannot forget where he came from. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. You cannot erase that past. You cannot. You surely cannot. So, 
yeah, I don't know. Boy band music. It just some it's not it's not by any means like my top in my top five genres, but it's definitely something I still enjoy mm-hmm. um when the mood hits. And I will say like when it gets warmer outside, like it kind of is now where I am. This is like the time of year that I like listening to the upbeat stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah. I mean don't, as it gets warmer try it. and I don't like that, that's when I start to lean lean into my emo phase. Fair enough. You know, also just because well, I I love this crap. I mean, it's so good, so good, it's so good. Um, well, before we wrap up, can we yeah. talk about some unpopular opinions? Yeah, we can talk about unpopular opinions okay. for sure. So I feel like you've got one or two that you are ready with. I do. Okay. Um. Okay. So. I don't, okay, I, I was thinking about this one, and I don't know if it's, like, a hot take. I prefer maple syrup to be cold instead of hot. Okay, I disagree. I think most people do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I never heat up my syrup. I like the cold syrup it's to go on. It's thick. You need it a little bit looser. No, but I like it to be thick and go on top of my warm pancake or waffle i just it need co- it cools the pancake or waffle no it doesn't okay no but the doesn't. viscosity it doesn't it's 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 wonderful okay, okay i don't sorry this these are unpopular opinions for a reason exactly exactly okay <laughs> do you have any i do and this might upset some people okay hit me with it i watched merlin is here sorry sorry if you can hear him screaming <laughs> I was watching Disney Plus. Okay. Mary Kate has graciously shared her password with me. Yep. And I started watching The Mandalorian. I don't like it. Oh. <gasps> I didn't finish it. I was like, I can live without this. Wow. Yeah. I think wow. part of it is it was hyped so much around me that I expected this like mind-blowing experience and it just kind of wasn't for me so i'm not a huge fan i think if you like it that's totally fine you're allowed to like the media you enjoy but i'll just be over here not enjoying it yeah sorry i mean uh, i'll be honest i i (laughs) that actually is a really good segue into mine so we're kind of aligned Mm. here um the star wars movies aren't good you're just nostalgic oh sorry some of them are good i did not watch the star wars movies until i was an adult so i didn't grow up with them see i grew up with like phantom menace i grew up with episode one sure and i but and okay so i let me let me also clarify my statement you can thoroughly enjoy something unironically because it reminds you of you know simpler times like that's Mm -hmm. not a bad thing but i also like i get very irritated when i express that i am not a fan of the star wars movies and yes i have given them a shot and people try to argue with me that i'm wrong for not liking them it's like you're allowed to not like things if you didn't like them because you're like oh i think it's poor quality i'd be like well actually they've actually been done quite well (laughs) but um you know, if if there was a measurable reason that you didn't like them, does that make sense? As opposed to just like not being your thing. 
The Mandalorian is not my thing. Yeah. The, the movies are not your thing. Yeah. That's okay. And we're going to be ostracized and our podcast is going to fail because we've both said these things out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I mean, I like the Star yeah. Wars movies. Not all of them are... Not all are perfect. I haven't seen all of the newest ones. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I got lazy and there was a pandemic and I'm tired and... Oh, and I'm talking about... I mean, I'm talking about like the... You're talking about like the originals? Yeah, I'm talking about episodes like one through what is it seven? Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about those. I'm I'm not I'm not because let me tell you something. Yeah. Um. Again, I'm not going to dox myself because I do have an inspired username. Uh, Mm -hmm. from a Star Wars character, but uh, from I have okay. Actually, you know what? Maybe this is my other unpopular opinion. I think Kylo Ren is one of the most hysterical and dynamic villains in Disney movie history. I think he's so funny. He is so funny. I love a dramatic villain. He has no reason to be a villain other than villains got a vill. Okay. I think Adam Driver is a very good actor. Yes. I, I mean, I, I agree. That's all I got. No, but the character is hysterical. <laughs> He's so funny. I remember after I saw, um, I did go to see, oh God, I'm not going to remember what it is. The Last Jedi, I think, was the one that I saw in the theater. So I had no context. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> I got home and I was immediately just enamored with with Kylo. I thought he was so I he was so fucking funny to me. And I found this Twitter account that was like emo Kylo Ren, and each tweet was written as a diary entry. Oh, I've seen those. Oh my gosh, those are so funny. I just think I I just get such a kick out of him. Like I would watch only Kylo Ren like compilations or something. I right. just. I'm so entertained by him. I can't get over it. I really can't. Adam Driver outdid himself. Truly. I didn't have that reaction (laughs) to Kylo Ren. I was more just like, huh, that's a character. I'm just like, I'm so tickled by his just whole concept. (laughs) I really am. I mean, he's just a spoiled brat who threw a fit and now he's a villain. I just. That's so funny. That's so funny to me. I mean, it is entertaining. Oh. Like when he throws a temper tantrum, it was kind of that was humorous. But I had such a good like belly laugh watching that. And when he's all angry, sure people in the theater appreciated pants. that. His high waisted pants, you know, just I mean, yelling. Oh yeah, everyone, everyone was clowning on him for his high waisted pants. He looked comfy. Oh. I don't remember any of that because I was just like, you just blocked it out. Because <laughs> I was just like, I'm going to go see these Star Wars movies, but I do not like partaking in the fandom of Star Wars or Star Trek because people get so obsessed and specific and I just yep. do not care enough to get that obsessed and specific. So yeah. I'm like, I'm going to go see this movie because it's going to be entertaining and I generally like the Star Wars universe. And that's all I'm going to do about it if I think it's and that's that's why sometimes for me when I say like, oh, a movie's bad. It's like I wasn't even entertained by this or it didn't feel like a Star Wars movie. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I I just don't partake in the fandom so much just because it can get so toxic and so intense. And I just have no bandwidth to deal with that. Yeah, that's fair. Well, now I feel Mm -hmm. bad. Why do you feel bad? Don't feel bad. 
Uh, we don't like to promote toxicity here on this podcast. We don't. But there's just, I would say not everyone in the fandom is toxic or bad or whatever. There's just, and I think anyone who is in a fandom of any kind, whether it is like music, book, or movie, you know like there are pockets in your fandom that are just like you do not go because okay okay actually oh. take it back. i take it back i'm not even a fan of the franchise i'm just a fan of this villain that nobody else likes never mind i'm not sorry he's not sorry folks i thought you were talking about people who liked kylo ren <laughs> no i'm talking about people in fandoms that are toxic that make no that absolutely. make the media that they are fans of yes desirable yes no okay yes. yeah fully aligned on that absolutely or they're like you're not a real star wars fan unless blank or you're not a real star trek fan unless blank and it's like okay. oh my god yeah psa um to Please everyone person don't fucking gatekeep just let people like what they like let people like what they like you know if they want to be casual so fans let them be casual fans yeah. if they want to be hardcore let them be hard you know just just let people enjoy the things that they like. You don't Fully gotta gatekeep it. Fully agree. Yeah, that's what I meant. I, I mean, I don't think people who like Kylo Ren are talk. I don't know enough about the character TBH to say anything. I feel like I know all I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> then you're good. You're if, solid. Okay, truly, if anybody else gets what I'm saying <laughs> about how funny he is, please reach out to me. I need I need to start like an army of Kylo Ren <laughs> apologists because I just think he's so fucking funny. Like <laughs> Okay. I'm sorry, hold on. <laughs> okay, but hear me out. I now have what are we up to? I have now four different like online communities uh -huh. that I'm trying to start. I <laughs> I need anti-inflatable people. Anti-inflatable people. Yep. I don't even remember the other ones, but yeah, Kylo Ren apologists. I'm st I'm gonna start a community, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any? Do you have any other unpopular opinions you want to share? Um. No, I don't think so. Because I mean, I have some, but they're like very, they're very niche. So okay. like, it would be like there's a specific book series that i'm not a huge fan of but like unless you've read those books and they're not i mean they're popular but they're not like super popular so i don't know um but they're you know I, no i don't think so i don't think so i mean i have a lot of unpopular opinions but like none that are like springing forth that are also humorous okay i have one last one okay yeah share close out me. share 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 it's it's not even media related it's just i would say uh lifestyle related oh Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say it. You heard it here first. Mustard is the superior condiment to ketchup. Ooh. I will die Ooh. on this hill. I will die on it. I will, I will say this. Mustard has more use than ketchup. But it is not necessarily superior. Because you can get like spicy mustard for your soft pretzel. You can get honey mustard for chicken nuggies. You can get yellow mustard for your hot dog, but ketchup but is just that, ketchup. But does that not in and of itself make it more superior because it is so Ooh. versatile? Because it is so versatile. You know what? Do I have a convert now? You may have a convert now because I just, I also. Because here's the thing is I don't like vinegar or vinegar based things, but I fucking love mustard. I fuck with some mustard, dude. You I fuck with some mustard. When, when I order a soft pretzel and they ask me, do you want the cheese or the mustard? I pick the mustard. 
I pick both because I'm just like I'd like both, and I don't care if it's extra because I want cheese and I want mustard. Okay, well, if that's the if that's an option, uh, sure. But if it, I have to pick, I'm gonna pick the mustard. And a lot of y'all may know my roots are from America's Dairyland, Wisconsin. I was say, yeah, when you get a bratwurst, what are you putting on it? You're putting on like a good mustard. quality spicy mustard. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And usually so, that mustard is made with beer. It sure is. Yep. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I I just this is a point of contention in my household too because really, um, yes, uh, I live with someone who doesn't want mustard to touch anything that he consumes. So and you're still married to him. I know every day is a struggle. I mean, is there no mustard that he does like? Zero. Zero mustard. Like, oh. Because I, when I was younger, I didn't necessarily like mustard. And then as I grew up, I was like, oh, this shit rocks. Put that crap on everything. Uh, my, my opinion is that if you think you don't like mustard, try some different mustards. Because. Right. You, for you, sure. And if you want a shameless plug incoming, we're not sponsored. But. Not sponsored. But we would um, be sponsored by mustard companies. No, there is a mustard museum in Madison, Wisconsin. Write this down. Up. Write this down. You can go in there. There are walls of different mustards. You can sample a bunch of them. It is one of the most magical places right up there next to like Disney World and Ikea. I'm telling you, you get the same <laughs> amount of dopamine hit when you're in that place. I'm serious. I, I bet it's fun. I, that sounds really nice. I want to go to the mustard museum. We'll, we'll have a road trip. We'll vlog it. We'll <laughs> vlog it. YouTube channel. <laughs> smash subscribe if you want a youtube channel um but yeah i think that's a good place to end no that'll be for our patreons <laughs> when we get a patreon yeah listeners smash subscribe once again mustard episode <laughs> if you want us to do a mustard review episode <laughs> uh we'll do it it's for the greater good we got to give the people what they want <laughs> but also my dishwasher still works and is doing just fine oh my god we love to hear it yeah, we love for May's dishwasher update. Just wanted to throw that out there. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, we can't top that, so we got to end here. We got to be done. And I think mustard dishwashers, hot takes. If you have a hot take or a unpopular opinion, tweet it at us. You got a smutty book. Yeah. You got a bad movie. Tweet it at us. Um, for sure. We, we can be found at Socially Plagued um on instagram and twitter and you can also just send us a good old-fashioned email at socially plagued pod at gmail.com you certainly can and if you have you know 30 seconds in your day you can hop on over to spotify or apple podcasts and give us a rating um if you would like to leave a nice lovely review for us we would love to hear your thoughts mm -hmm. um through that too and also it supports the show like it helps other people who might like what we're doing find us so yeah um i think we've got we've got some more episodes coming up that i think are being really good we're gonna have some guests coming mm -hmm. up as well that we think you all are gonna love so we love them so we love them but stay freaking tuned man yeah we'll be around and don't worry if you do like more structured episode more structure is coming but also if you like the wildness it'll always be here Absolutely. Um, so yeah, guess, guess you're going to have to stick around to find out which one you'll get next. <laughs> hey, hey. So, until <laughs> then, cheers, friends. Cheers, friends. <laughs>